This is the Empowered Athlete Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the one and only Natty Boss, lifelong athlete, sports dietitian, breathwork facilitator, personal development junkie, and holistic performance coach. This podcast is here to change the paradigm of what it means to be a high-performance athlete. The intention and mission of this podcast is to help you create freedom, clarity, and balance in your life while giving you the tools to heal yourself, improve your well-being, and optimize performance. I believe that in order to reach our highest potential in this human experience, we must unlearn and let go of everything we've been conditioned to believe about ourselves and the world so that we can truly tap into what our divine path is and have the courage to pursue the curriculum of our soul. It's my hope that after every episode, you feel activated and empowered to make change in your life that supports you in operating from a place of alignment of who you're meant to be. Get ready for major shifts and transformation. It's time to dive in. What's up? Today is a special day because it is our 100th episode on the Empowered Athlete Podcast. I cannot believe that I have spoke 100 times, <laughs> hours and hours of content, both solo and with other people. And it's been an incredible journey over the past two years where we hit this 100th episode. And so in today's episode, I really just wanted to share some lessons that podcasting has taught me and starting recording and hosting 100 episodes has taught me over the past two years. Because I've actually learned a lot of lessons that apply both in jujitsu and life. And it's been such a rewarding process and experience. And so I figured why not celebrate the 100th episode with some lessons that I've learned along the way. So we'll dive right in. I want to share eight lessons. The first is just start. One of my favorite quotes is you miss 100% of the chances you don't take. And that is so incredibly true and accurate. You create opportunities in your life by putting yourself out there. I firmly, firmly believe that. I've always been somebody who put myself out there in the most uncomfortable ways and just environments because I just believe that in order to create the life that you want, you need to put yourself out there. How are you going to be seen if you don't allow yourself to be seen? And so, of course, there's a lot of you know trauma that can be associated with being seen. But for me, it was just a no brainer. It was like, if I want to pave the way, if I want to blaze a trail, well, I obviously can't do that behind closed doors. I need to put myself out there. And, you know, one of the other quotes that I really love is just fortune favors the bold and fortune favors the brave. Right. And it goes along that same mindset of just taking chances, taking risks and not being afraid to fail. And just starting, we so often wait for the right moment, the right time, and think that there's going to be a right moment in time to take action on something. And there literally isn't. And that was one of the first things that I learned because I wanted to do a podcast for many years, way before uh, 2022 when I started. And honestly, it was just not fear of kind of being seen or perfection or none of that actually held me back. It was really just never feeling like it was the right time. Like something else in business would come up or just something in life would happen and I would just keep postponing it. I think one of the biggest things was navigating something new, um, like just understanding a podcasting platform and microphones and just kind of this big question mark of the unknown of like, how the hell do I even start this? And kind of that 
overwhelm of starting something new just, again, led to procrastination, which is something I've talked about numerous times. And so I just wasn't starting. And it wasn't until I really just had a personal reflective moment where I was like, what do I want to do? And it's never gone away. And it, it always was podcasting. And one of the reasons why was because I just felt very limited in what I could do on other platforms in addition to what I love to do. So, you know, YouTube is another platform where you can speak and, you know, do things, but I'm not a big videographer. Um, and, you know, for that to really take off and have success, you need to really be kind of creative with your videography and like really edit a lot and all of that. And I'm like, I don't literally care to do that at all. And I'm definitely not hiring somebody like I just, uh, so yucky. I did YouTubing three times a week for many years. And I was like, this is so energy draining for me. I do not like it. And then I loved Instagram and I still love Instagram. However, they still limit you in your captions and your stories for the length of time and the words and all of that. And I just hated being limited as well. So that's what led me to kind of be like, I have so much to say. I have so much to teach. I want to just help facilitate change in every way possible. And podcasting seemed like the best pod, uh, platform. And so I said, quit your bullshit, Natalie. It's time to get started. And so we launched our first episode in January of 2022. So that was the first lesson was just, just start no matter what it is. Right. And again, this applies to jujitsu going back to that idea of you miss 100% of the chances you don't take that 100% applies in jujitsu. If you want to be aggressive, if you want to get the takedown, right, you need to go for it. You need to just do it and not allow that hesitancy and that procrastination to win because you're never actually going to do it. And even if you fail at it, you're never going to learn from that failure because you never actually did it in the first place. So beautiful analogy for life and jujitsu. Second lesson was done is better than perfect. So this is just about putting yourself out there, right? And just doing something. This can relate to any aspect of life where we can sometimes get caught up in the perfection of things, right? If something isn't perfect, then I'm not putting it out there because I don't want to be seen as whatever it is, an imposter or uh, just unintelligent. Um, for instance, like say you're putting out a reel and you misspell something, you know, that can really turn people off when they're doing that. Cause they're like, oh my gosh, I might be seen as somebody who, you know, doesn't know their spelling and is, is dumb. Right. And these are all these stupid thoughts of the mind that don't matter if you got your message across and it's just creating content, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. So done is better than perfect. There's been so many times I've made typos in the content that I've created and I did not edit it because that was actually a vow I made to myself. Since I have a deep, deep history with perfectionism, growing up, it was one of my biggest coping strategies that I've talked about numerous times in regard to just coping mechanisms and strategies with trauma and everything. Perfectionism was one that I took to <laughs> very easily having a type A personality. And so one of the vows I made to myself was actually to just be so committed to making mistakes because that's what I needed to do to break that perfectionist mentality. And so this was one of the mantras that really carried me for so long was done is better than perfect. Whenever I noticed that perfectionist tendency wanting to come online, even in jujitsu, right? We want to be perfect at this one thing before we move on to the next thing, or we just can't seem to like loosen our mental grip on something until we've perfected it. That's really stifling our progress, stifling our growth. If you understand the gist of it, if you're hitting it 80% of the time, like amazing, you got it, move on, add, build, whatever. And so 
that was one of the things I learned is just done is better than perfect. You know, there have been even episodes where, you know, an airplane flies by and just is in the middle of me speaking. And if I'm not able to cut it out, then I just leave it, you know? And that was something that I, again, vowed to myself when starting this podcast was I actually wasn't going to make any major edits. Like I was not going to go through an editing processing software or hire someone because I really wanted to be as raw as possible and just as real as possible to really bring home that point again, that like, I no, I refuse to have a perfectly curated feed because I don't want to buy into that illusion of perfection and make people believe that things have to be perfect. Like there's a beauty in messiness. There's a beauty in the individuality of it. Right. And just like letting things be as they are without trying to like craft them perfectly. And so that was just, mentalities that I've taken on over the years to help me break perfectionism. Um, but again, what I've learned is that done is better than perfect. Like just get your thing done and don't worry about it being perfect. Uh, one thing I learned from a business coach many years ago was just if it's 80% done, like if you got the gist of it done, it's 80% there, do you're done, like post it or do it or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a 100% done because there's always going to be something that you're going to find wrong with it, which is again, going to lend you to that procrastination. So just put yourself out there and just don't worry about being perfect. Number three is believe in your vision and don't let anyone, including yourself, think your dreams are too big. You know, I have always wanted, like I said, to do a podcast and I just really had to believe in my vision. I think that was a huge aspect of being able to continue and make so many episodes week after week, you know, weekly. I didn't miss one episode for two years, whether it was an interview with some amazing people or whether it was a solo episode, you know, I was so committed to what this platform can offer and what it has shared and like kind of transformed within people based off messages and feedback I've received over the past two years. That was so much fuel to my fire to continue my vision. Even on days where I generally like to batch things. So I like to work in advance and batch a few episodes at a time to just, again, energy time management, something I teach. Um, but sometimes it doesn't happen, right? I was, again, two years ago, just having a toddler, things like that. Um, so that was a lot. And sometimes I would go to the last minute to record something and find some inspiration and, and all of that. And so it can be hard to do things on the fly sometimes, unless you're committed to a vision. So just whatever you're doing in life, you have to have a vision and you just need to believe in it. And the only thing that matters is that you believe in your vision, even if it's not as successful as what other people think it should be, or even what you perceived it should be. You know, the universe is we're always working in the timing that is perfect for us. And we just need to stay committed to our vision and constantly check in, like, does this still feel aligned with my vision? Right. And so that's one of the things that's helped me stay on track in podcasting is constantly assessing, is this something I still want to do? You know, that's something I did with my YouTube channel where I, I asked, you know, is this something that is life giving for me and energy giving, or is it energy draining? Is it life taking? And what I realized was YouTube is literally digging my grave. I hated it. <laughs> so 
podcasting was always every time I asked that question periodically, maybe every few months, it was like, no, like I love this platform. I love what I get to do. And it's my way of teaching one to many, which I learned over the years is actually one of my best teaching styles. One to many basically means that there's one of me and there's many people. The difference is that I'm, I don't see these people like when I'm doing my seminars or my speaks across country. I'm just doing it to a computer screen, but I know that it is reaching masses and that's what lights me up knowing that the content I'm sharing that's being channeled is, you know, making an impact and making a difference. And so that's the vision and I hold that vision and I just run with it. Uh, lesson number four is simply that I've learned people are cool as fuck. <laughs> like, I have met so many cool, interesting, intelligent people podcasting. And that was actually one of the reasons why I wanted to do it as well, because collaboration was like a core value for me because I've always kind of been an outsider in life, always kind of been alone. I've definitely been like a lone wolf in my life. And so community is always something I've craved and wanted and wanted to create. And so collaboration was part of that. Like I love networking. I love collaborating. I love sharing other people's success and like letting them be known to my community and kind of like cross um, pollinating communities. Like I just love the collaborative element, like collaboration versus competition, which is really interesting because I am a very competitive person. But when it comes to sharing success, I believe that everybody can be successful. And so that's where collaboration comes into play. And one thing I also know is that I'm not an expert in every single thing. And so it's really cool for me to learn something. <laughs> and when I get an opportunity to meet cool people who are very intelligent and just experts in their field and I'm learning something, like I am definitely a, a lifelong student. So when I'm learning something, it's just, I love it. I absorb it like a sponge. Um, and so that's part of the beauty of like collaborating and meeting new people is just being exposed to the amazing human beings that are out there that I would literally have never crossed paths with if I did not have a podcast. Because some people don't do jujitsu, others do, but just different parts of the world. Like literally I've interviewed people from all over the globe and I would have never had that opportunity with not having a podcast. So I'm very grateful for that. And you know, one of the quotes is really true that, you know, friends are strangers you just haven't met yet. And I have met so many people through podcasting and I made friends that were literally quite literally strangers. Like, again, like I said, I would have never seen them or heard of them or even seen them on the street otherwise. And yet, like now we talk very consistently, you know, and we're just more intimate and deep friends. And I think that's really cool. And so again, in addition to just like meeting cool people and just seeing the beauty of humanity, it was also just an opportunity to expand my network and cross promote businesses and cross promote businesses that are making an impact and having a positive influence in the world. You know, I'm very selective with who I put on my show because they need to align with our mission and every person that I've reached out to for the show. I've always said this, I would send them a blurb of this is my mission for the podcast. You let me know if it's aligned with what you have to offer. And if it's not, then have a great day. And if it is, I'd love to have you. And so I try to do my research on each person, but I also give them that opportunity to say like, does it feel aligned with you? Because I want you to really feel aligned with the mission that I have. 
because you're going to be contributing to that mission in some way. And so it, they've just been incredible people, literally. So if you haven't listened to the interviews or you haven't listened to all of them, you should, because it's just so beautiful. I love it. I love humans. All right. So tip number five or lesson. <laughs> so I'm so used to teaching tips, right? So lesson number five is that the universe puts people in your life at the perfect moment in the perfect ways. And that kind of goes off of lesson number four, but basically due to the people who I did interview, it was always like in the perfect timing. And that was one thing that I just really learned and took away as a lesson was that, you know, when I interviewed specific people was actually at like these, these perfect moments of time of when they needed to be on the show and just when they needed to be in my life and when they needed to kind of come in. And that's just been really interesting to just see how and when the universe aligns people in your life and then where that collaboration and that magic comes from in that moment. So that was just one of the lessons that I learned was just trusting that everybody who enters your life and everyone who leaves your life does so for a reason. And the universe is orchestrating it way ahead of you. Like it knows exactly what, who is supposed to come into your world, who is supposed to leave and at what times and just not get second guessing that and not doubting that, but really just trusting that and running with it. And it's like such beautiful relationships. So I, I'm very grateful for that. Number six is really about creative expression. And this was something I kind of mentioned in the beginning a little bit of this idea of podcasting has given me this outlet for just limitless creative expression. You know, I choose to keep my episodes under an hour because that's what I wanted to do as part of my show. However, I can literally go on for hours if I want, you know, and as far as the content, I can literally talk about whatever I want. And I love that. I love that I'm not limited to 150 word characters, <laughs> which was my biggest pet peeve on Instagram. And I love the fact that people who are coming to a podcast are signing up to have like a potentially longer episode, right? Whereas people on Instagram want short form content because they don't have the attention span. People on podcasts have a longer attention span, or at least they know that going into it. So it kind of gives that permission to be like, yes, speak freely and, you know, do what you want to do, teach what you want to teach. So for me, that creative expression and that outlet was super liberating and healing. And that was one of the things I learned was just when you can really let yourself be you and be you unapologetically and share your gifts, share what you have to offer. That is healing. Like we can do breath work and somatic work and like all this other work that are different levels and types of healing, but just the ability to speak your truth is like the, the biggest healing aspect and like tool that you can possibly do. And that's what I've learned through podcasting is just, just an unfiltered content that I get to share my truth and what I love and what I just want to share with the world and the gifts that I have. And I think that is such a beautiful gift that podcast has given me. Lesson number seven was more of like a very practical thing. Through podcasting, I have refined my speaking and writing skills like a billion percent. Uh, speaking, obviously, because I'm speaking like oh, every single week, week after week. So it's really helped me fine tune my language, the way I want to speak, the way I want to deliver information and content. And then writing, because whether you know it or not, most episodes 
I say most because probably just a handful have been completely channeled, um, but most are, I have an outline that I write and it's based off obviously the overarching theme of that episode. And then I break down the points I want to make and then just do little sub points. And it's not a detailed outline of like word for word what I'm saying. It's not a script. I do not do well with the scripts at all, but I definitely do well with outlines so I can remember where I'm at, make sure I don't skip anything that I want to say. And so it's helped me refine that process in writing, creative writing and just kind of organizational writing. Um, So my writing and speaking skills have dramatically improved and that's had a direct correlation to my speaking in real life when I'm doing seminars and other things. I really felt more confident in how to deliver information and content because I've literally been doing it every single week um, for two years. So that was a really awesome lesson that, you know, podcasting taught me. It was just something that was a little unexpected. I guess I didn't really expect to improve my speaking and writing skills, but, you know, it makes perfect sense. And then lastly, lesson number eight is that really just never truly know the impact you make in someone's life. And so this has been one of the deepest lessons I've really taken to heart because the messages that I've received over the years just blow me away, quite frankly. I I, I know that what I have to share is life-changing and can completely revolutionize the way that you think, the way that you be, but it's still so shocking. Every single time I get a message where I just see these 360 life transformations just from somebody listening and applying what I've taught on the podcast. And that was literally like, I have chills saying that right now because that was literally the whole intention of my podcast. And I even say it in the intro, right? It's about doing and and making transformational change in your life. So when that, when I get messages where that's actually happening, God, I feel so fulfilled, like so fulfilled. I feel like I'm, I'm really meeting my purpose of helping shift people from the inside out and making a positive difference in the world. You know, I have this tattoo literally on my arm for a reason. It is my everyday reminder of what I'm here to do. And it says, be the change you wish to see in the world. And, you know, it's, it means so much to me. This quote changed my life in sixth grade. I just will never forget the emotional resonance that I felt when I first read that quote. And it's carried me my entire life. It literally fuels everything that I do. And so when I see these changes in people and how it's influencing them, I mean, I literally feel so complete. And so it's so nice to know that even though I'm speaking to a screen, I know that I'm making an impact and I don't know the level and depth of what that impact is, you know, to every single person, because not everybody shares it with me, but for those that do, it's so rewarding. So I really, really appreciate and thank you guys who do share with me the changes and shifts and things that you're applying and, you know, keeping me a part of your process. That is just amazing. As a coach, that's what I want, right? I want to be a part of your process as much as you want me part of it. And the other thing that goes alongside that lesson is just the fact that you matter. And I've said it already on this episode, but just the fact that what you have to say matters. You don't have to be an industry expert like myself in a lot of different facets and disciplines and all of that. Just whatever you have to offer in life, you matter. And you never know the impact that you're going to have in somebody's life. And I think that's the life lesson, right? Because 
we, we've learned this in psychology and I don't remember the exact study or the exact place where I originally read this, but essentially, you know, if you smile on the street, that smile can absolutely revolutionize, revolutionize and change someone's life, right? Just giving them that smile sends like this signal to them and just can give them like this sense of belonging and just friendliness. And so I say that to say even the smallest act, you know, we can impact someone. So you don't need, like I said, to be an industry expert, but I am willing to bet you have something that is something that to offer that is maybe more than just a smile, right? I believe that everybody has just amazing skills and talents that are maybe untapped, but you still have them regardless. And when you can untap them, that's going to really allow you to flourish. But whatever you have to offer is going to make a difference in someone's life, especially if obviously your intention is to do good and not to do harm. But what you have to say matters, what you think matters, what you do matters. And I just want you to know that you matter. And that's really all I have to say on that. But these are some of the big, big lessons that I've learned in podcasting over the past two years. And I hope that you enjoyed them. I would love to know, as always, which ones stood out to you, uh, which ones resonated with you most. And I We'll see you in the next episode, but we will be breaking our 100th episode and entering 101. So I hope that you enjoyed this short-ish episode, but it was something I really wanted to do and just kind of change up the pace a little bit to make it more fun um, and just share some reflections with you all. So I hope that you have an amazing day and I will talk with you soon. See you next time.